Welcome to the Board Game Snobs Podcast. Critically harsh reviews with a touch of class. And welcome. Thank you. To the Board Game Snobs Podcast. It's That's us. This is a podcast about board games. Is it though? And there's banter. <laughs> Lots of it. Lots of it. Maybe a board game discussed. We try. Did you know the average four-year-old asks over 400 questions a day? Uh, I have an eight and a six-year-old, so I've so been So you missed that. four? I've been through that twice. Well, you heard 800 questions a day? Six, yeah, pretty much. As soon as they turn five, does it stop? It slows down a bit, but then they start asking hard-hitting questions. Like what? Like, where do babies come from? <laughs> what is this circadian rhythm? Have you told them? Who is William H. Macy? Daddy, why do you always talk about William H. Macy? You talk about the circadian rhythm method? (laughs) That's not a thing. You don't even know what circadian means. You're just over there laughing. I know what circadian is. What does circadian mean? It's about sleep. All right, whatever. Yeah. Oh, I was meaning the etymology of it, but that's okay. I don't know. We're talking about a game. Circa, meaning about. It's in a circle. Gotcha. No, circa. Oh. About. Like about like three circa two thousand twenty. Right. You know, okay. And like it dies. Like circadian, it dies the day. It's so it's about, about it's dead. the day. It's about a, dead. It's a so you're about dead. Pretty much. That's, how, about that's dead. how I feel inside. <laughs> you're a circadian. So you're making me feel that's what you that's what your drinking does to us. Makes me feel dead inside. This is really good coffee. Donut shop. The TI eighty three calculator has six times more processing power than the computer that landed Apollo eleven on the moon. Creed? He went to the moon? Uh, yeah, that is because of all the advancements that took place because of the moon missions. Challenger and so forth. Apollo, Gemini. Anything else you'd like to talk about? The average adult human has two to nine pounds of bacteria in their body. In their body? In their body. I have nine. I want to say nine pounds um, in my body. You're, you're not. You're, a, you're You know what? I want to say 100 pounds. You're getting it. <laughs> I've got 100 pounds of bacteria in my body. I need to get rid of I'm it. I'm not overweight. I just have bacteria. Yeah, just bacteria. Just swab myself with an alcohol pad. I'll be good to go. It will kill it all. Those aren't that. That's not bacteria anymore. That's just hosts. You're a host. That's what you are. You are the Those host are symbiotes. of this, and you are the host of this podcast. I am the host, oh, and I am the bacteria. This is Jerry. And Enrique's not here. Enrique, you're working way too much, my friend. Chicken nuggets. The nugs. (laughs) The nugs. (laughs) That's what he says. I did not. It just cracks me up every time. Like, I'll be coming. I'll like text him. Like, I'm coming by. I'll pick you up. He says, stop. Are you going to eat somewhere? I was like, yeah. Pick me up some nugs. And I was like. Pick me up. The nugs. And it just dried up kids. I hate millennials. Except our fans who happen to be millennials. (laughs) I love you. And I understand all your problems. Such as a uh, high cost of college and, and boomers. Speaking of costs of things, Janice Joplin left. How much do you think she left her friends for to have a ball when she's gone? She died of an overdose. I don't know if she had a lot. Her and Bobby McGee. Um, that was her famous song. Me and Bobby yeah, McGee. My mother loved Janice. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know, but I do know Janice Joplin's favorite beverage. According to all that's interesting.com, she left $2,500 in her wheel for her friends to have a ball after I'm gone. Southern Comfort. That's her favorite drink. They could have bought a lot for $2,500. For $2,500 and 70 
That's like a lot of Southern Comfort. <laughs> you could have bought a lot of proper 12. Mm. If the Simpsons aged normally, Bart would now be older than Marge was in the first season. He'd be my age. I can't remember the last time I watched The Simpsons. I they never watched being, The Simpsons. They stopped being relevant in the 90s. Why are they still on there? Fox, do something. Fox, you keep Simpsons on, but you cut off Firefly. No excuse. No excuse. Mal. Mm. He killed me with a sword, Mal. With a sword. I'm not, I'm not doing that. That's the Firefly movie, I Serenity. Know. I know. I know. It's sad. Mm. Like a leaf on the wind. There is probably... Man, when you think of all the shows that should have gone on longer and been canceled. You know how many quotes have come from Firefly, though? A lot. A bunch. Someone tries to kill you, you kill them right back. That's right. Uh, Is this a lot? From a show that literally had, what, 11 episodes? 10 or 11 episodes. Yeah, it's terrible. (laughs) To have that much impact, that much staying power. They're talking about bringing it back, but I just can't imagine that it will capture the magic that it had. He's too busy making The Rookie. It's too busy. Yeah. Oh, that's a riveting show. It is good. It's riveting. It is good. Oh, another. Don't. I like The Rookie. I'm sure you do. You like things. And I don't like it just for him. You love other- things. <laughs> I do love things. You love the rookie. <laughs> I love the rookie. What about the professional? What's that? I don't know. I just, with the opposite. That's the movie with, uh, that Leon. was the first movie that started Leon yeah. and uh, uh, Natalie Portman. Padme. Yeah. Now, <laughs> she was 12 years old. Yeah, that was weird. That was weird. That was not, yeah. that. I don't know how I feel about Natalie Portman. She's uh, apparently, gone. she's a good actress. She made a movie last year about Jackie, Jackie Onassis. I didn't get to watch that. It's supposed to be like, she like apparently nailed it. Well, I'd like to watch that just because I like well, to you see. Well, you should. I'd like to see good see, actors. Padme become Jackie. And Padme was terrible. She was not that great in Star Wars Clone Wars. Nor was, well, she didn't Fidget have a lot Sith. to work with. <laughs> no. George. George. We could have used you in Last Jedi. We could have used him in Rise of Skywalker, too, sir. Well, we didn't have him. Go ahead. Next banter topic so we can move along. Or perhaps this next one will be actually interesting. Let's see. (laughs) The population of Ireland. Ireland. Is still two million less than it was before the potato famine. 160 years ago. Did you almost ago. say massacre? I thought you said potato the massacre. Potato I just pictured like all these. Like, what is happening? Attack of the potatoes. Oh, no. You remember the killer p- tomatoes? I remember the killer tomatoes. The killer tomato movie? Yeah. Did was uh, Rick's. Rick, Rick's. Uh, no, I can't talk about anything. What's the guy on Honey, I Shrek the Kids? Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis? Was he in it? <laughs> Probably. Rick, yeah, Rick Moranis. That like. There yeah. was a killer tomato, and then there was a killer potatoes. No, no, it was Rick Moranis. Come back, Rick Moranis. We'll miss you. He retired. Yeah. He's done. His wife got sick and died, and he ended up retiring so he could take care of his kids. Really? Yeah. She died of cancer, if I'm oh. not mistaken. Well, that's not fun. Like, he did the last show that I remember him doing was with, oh, uh, married with children guy, Al Bundy, I think it was, off uh, Little Giants. Little Giants. He did a little football. Oh, yeah. yeah. And that was it. That's it. Took off. Let's see. Rick Moranis is not even in the... Attack of the Killer Tomatoes yeah. came out in 1978. Oh, well, is that... See, uh... It's still out there. I'm, I'm looking for Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis's space... He's not in there. Are you sure he's in here? Spaceballs made more sense than Rise of Skywalker. Um, Stop. What was the one that it, he was in that had the killer plants? What was that called? Attack of the Killer something? He was in a show where a plant 
like tomato thing ate people. Little shop of horrors or something. A little shop of yeah, horrors. Okay. Maybe that was never it. seen it. I don't remember. I just remember Rick That's Moranis. like a super classic. I've never seen it. I just like Rick Moranis. I like saying his name. Rick Moranis. You know what we need more of? Moranis. Do you love Moranis? I love Moranis. He's I just okay. Like saying Moranis. Little Shop of Horrors came out in uh, 1986. That sounds better. And it does star, let's say. Rick Moranis. Rick Moranis is second build as Seymour Krellborn. Who is the first build? Levi Stubbs. What's he doing? Never heard of him. Uh, he got stubbed by the Oscars. He apparently. was the voice. Oh, of the, of the plant. I don't know. Mm. He was born in 1936. Says he was an actor known for Little Shop of Horrors, Captain in the Game Master. <gasps> that was a cartoon I watched. Game Masters. Captain in the Game Master. He was like the Nintendo guy. Wow. He was on at the same time as Mr. Miyagi, the Karate Kid cartoon. There you go. Camp Candy. Yes. 80s. Classic. Morning. Saturday morning cartoons. We miss you, Rick Moranis and Mr. Stubbs. Uh, Levi Stubbs was in Queer's Folk, 2000. He was married. Let's see. He Oh, he died in 2008. R.I.P. R.I.P. 72 years old. Mm. Now I'm sad. Well, anyways, that was infinitely more. <laughs> well, anyway. <laughs> that was infinitely more interesting than the other banter that you had for go us. on, Bessette? Well, I mean, I'm just. I'm Did you know there was a basketball court above the Supreme Court? What? It's known as the highest court in the land. No, there was not. That's a joke. That that's is not, not a joke. That no. is on all that's interesting.com. That doesn't mean it's true. <laughs> Those are viable sources. No, it's not. You don't think they get up there in their robes and play ball? They do not. No. Horse. They do not. The Supreme Court justices aren't out there playing horse. Clarence Gator Ginsburg Clarence. is not out there. <laughs> He's out there. Holding the paint. I dare you to show. <laughs> okay, it's not how that's going down. You don't know. All right. Skyhook. I think that there are times where one can enjoy themselves just by having a nice hot beverage and a clear head that allows you to think clearly and to strategize, which is what is necessary when you play Circadian's First Light. Even though you lost. I didn't lose to you, and I'm glad I taught it to you so well that you... <laughs> defeated you? Defeated me. Circadian's uh, artist, Sam Phillips, designer... S.J. McDonald. I wonder if... Uh, now, Shim Phillips sent us this game. Thank you, Shim. I emailed Garfield Games. Garfield Games sent us this game. Yes, I emailed Garfield Games and said, Hey, I can't find Circadians. I played it at BGG. Where is it at? And they shipped it to me. Thank Very you, nice. Thank Very you, nice. Shim, for shipping this game to me. Uh, is Sam his brother? I don't know. I like to think um, that it is. I don't know. Sam Phillips. But Sam did the artwork. The artwork's very interesting. It's not a small box game, but it's smaller than most other board games. And in Circadian is the First Light, if I can take a few moments to try to have Gord one explain, it is a dice placement game. Give us your games. riveting play-by-play. -play. And I hate dice placement games. He does hate them, even though he likes the last 10 we've talked about. This game has your own player board, and what you're doing is you're, each player has their own little player board with your own little base where you're sending out your rovers to do actions out here on these other player boards, or you're using your little hydroponic farms to either generate energy or to collect water or to collect kelp because kelp is apparently a thing that you use to get around in because kelp is very valuable. What do you do with these resources? Well, you trade them with the natives, the three alien species out there. There's a neat little... I want to talk about that negotiation board here later because I actually like that aspect of it. But on your turn, you roll the dice, you use the dice, you place them, and it's typical dice placement. You, you place 
this part of the board requires two dice of the same equal value and you get another farm. Or this type of dice will get you this type of uh, land speeder, I'll call them, that lets you do uh, upgrade land speeders. Is that even a thing? In Star Wars. All right, there you go, R.I.P. You also have a little harvester on this main board that you move around and harvest water and other resources. Harvester. I liked the tightness of the game. Like, you never quite had enough resources to do what you want to do. You had to really make some hard decisions. Uh, it plays very quickly with two players. I've played it with three players, and it went on just a, uh, not too long. It was just, it, 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 I was done with it by the time it was over. But with two players, it seemed to go on just right, right, spot on. I enjoyed it with two players. Spot on. There is a solo variant in it. Solo. That's really good. I've played it several times. I enjoyed it. And I want to talk about one aspect of it that I thought was interesting was the negotiation board. So you have these three alien species. They each want one thing. One wants gems. One wants kelp. One wants power. When you put a dice out there, you're able to benefit from that and give them their supplies that they need, and you get victory points. But you lose that dice, which is your worker. Yeah. So that's very irritating. So you have to go and get more workers. But also, as other players place to this board... If the value of the dice exceeds a certain number, you get penalized. And so there are times where you haven't rolled low enough, but you desperately want to deliver these supplies. So you're willing to go out there, be penalized to lose parts of your base or even other resources to get those victory points. I think that's very interesting. The game has a very, I don't want to say quaint, but it's very... Quaint means old. It's not old. This is very... What's the opposite of quaint? Refreshing? New Age? I don't know. I yep. liked it. I really liked it. <clears throat> and I hate dice placement games. No, you don't. You love them. Huh? What dice placement game do you hate? Uh, I don't really like it. If you, were to, if you were to put your hates versus your likes, your likes would outnumber them. Uh, but I don't like dice placement. No, you don't. You I, do. I can. I, that's my opinion. No, you, you can't do. Change my opinion. No, the facts no, no, show. No, the facts. I'm allowed show. to hate. Why won't you let me hate? Why won't you let me have an opinion? Why do you want to hate? Am I not allowed to have an opinion? Does no. that sound like anybody you know, Gabby? Now who's no. being obstinate? I'm not a, how, an obtuse. I'm not obtuse. You're being very obtuse. I'm not obtuse. Everyone. Everyone has emailed me. Who? Everyone. They're like, hey. Who? Jerry Nobody obviously likes e- dice Nobody games. Nobody emails you. You like uh, you like uh, Grand Austria. You like Lorenzo. You like that's Marco not really Polo. Dice. That's not you dice like game. That's not dice game. Uh, Circadians. I like Circadians. You like all types of dice. Play- you like Yukon Airways. You like all these you dice. You know what I don't like. You know which like? one you don't like? What? Tell me the one you don't like. Architects of the West Kingdom. Okay. They don't have dice in it. Gotcha. <laughs> uh, so, the reason I bring that up, hard merge, Circadians is made by the same company that Shim Phillips, I guess, associate with or owns, that is famous for Architects of the West Kingdom, Raiders of the North Sea, Shipwrights of the North Sea, so forth and so on. Architects of the West Kingdom is a game that I just really did not understand why it got so much love. I did not enjoy it at all. And so it kind of shocked me when I came across this game made by the same company, new designer, something similar. And I thought, I, I think it was a Kickstarter, Circadians was. And I didn't really realize 
but it just flew under my radar. So at BGG, when it broke well, it McDonald, out. McDonald. Like, I didn't, I've never heard of Mc, the McDonald designer. I think he's new. I think this is his first mm-hmm. game. And he did a fine job on it. And I really do like the artwork. The artwork's very. It's interesting. It's retro, but new. It's kind of like cartoonish. But at the same time, it's got that kind of like. Mass Effect. Slash Aqua Teen Hunger Force <laughs> yeah. look to it. You know, I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and I, it. Yeah. Why do I like this? Tell me why I like this game. I'll tell you why I like this game. Because you take the dice, and for every dice you roll, there's a spot for it. Now, whether or not you want to put your dice in that spot is up to you. There's also an alternate spot for that dice. So you can put your dice here with that number. If you roll a one, you can put it here, 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 or here. There's also a place where you can adjust that number. This is true. Plus or minus. So if you roll a three, well, I can make it a two, or I can make it a four. Then you can put it here, 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 or here. So it's not like you're just messed up by the die roll. Here, here. Here, here. Uh, I say, I'm I think that, yeah, it's there's a lot of choices. You don't ever really feel like you're blocked out. There's always a move that you can make, although it not, might I'm making not, moves. That might not be optimal, but you can make a move. And the resources are so tight. Like, you have to plan. You're, you're At the beginning of the... Uh, like, the first round, we made all the moves. And then second round, it's like we shut down trying to figure out what we were going to do. Uh, the solo is really good. I'm... I'm... Yeah. This, I haven't played the solo. This is one of the better games of 2019. Would it be in your top five? I would say... Let me see. So, obviously, Barrage is there. Obviously, City of the You've declared. is there. You've declared. Uh, right now, as it stands... So, my, our top five isn't going to be like a big surprise. Well, no, no. It is going to be a surprise. But, yeah, it's, it's in the running. I think also two as well. You think about henceforth, what? <laughs> also two as well. Nevermore, thusly, henceforth. Bravo. I like it a lot. Here, here. I think that this was a great design. The only thing that is somewhat, f- well, it is very fiddly. What's fiddly? Is the resources. It Now, like I said, it comes in a smaller box. There's a really nice insert in the it. The kelp, the water, and the, the crystals. And the bits are slightly smaller below average. Yeah. And they're, you just kind of have to pick at them. You're, con- you're constantly you like at them getting like 10, t- 3, Four, you're five. A, you're getting a lot. Yeah, you get a lot of resources. I wish they would cut down the water. There was a lot of water. There was like a, a barrage of water. There was a barrage of water. Of water. Like a, the wish they had something Circadian's to hold that back. First barrage like of water. Like a water gate. Wish they had like a water, water gate. Water gate. First barrage circadian's water. Crossover. Crossfit. Mordecai. Try to drink water. Ragusa. What are you doing? I'm just naming games. Oh, okay. It lost its. It didn't. It didn't. It wasn't as funny as I thought it would be in my head. No, it's not. It you wa- started. You, you watered you started. down my joke. <laughs> but I like First Light, Cir- Circadian's First Light. Circadian's. It's good. And if you like dice placement games, if you like worker placement games, if you like resource management, if you like a little bit of the base building, and you want something that's quite frankly new, that's different, Circadian's is hard to beat. I enjoyed it more than I did Architects of the West Kingdom. I know they're not the same thing, but Architects is very much a like a worker placement so resource out of, game. Out of all the Garfield games, you have this one. Number one. Paladins. Raiders. Architects. And the others that no one even cares about anymore. 
There's like one where you sell a bunch of boats around. Nobody, or, nobody yeah, plays ship it. Rights. I, I, I will say this. I think, in my opinion, even though Shim Shim Phillips made those others. Yeah, this is still this Garfield. is McDonald, but it's Garfield Games. I like First Light better than all those. I will say that I have warmed up to Raiders. I know I don't play it a lot. I know I've ragged on it, but it's it's. I see why people like it. It doesn't float my boat. I have no clue why anybody likes architects. I have no clue why anybody likes paladins. I'd have wait wait. Was what was the one I played? Like, paladins is a big number one. What was this the one year? that we just played? Was paladins. It, we played paladins. Yeah, yeah. That was the yeah. You hated that. I one. did not like paladins at all. That's the one where it's kind of like Orleans, where like you take the two workers, you put them on your player board, and then that gives to you to me. Paladins was the worst. Really? I, I I I have not played Shipwright. I have not played the rest. I've played Raiders. I've played Paladins. I've played Architects. I dislike Paladins so much. You disliked it more than Architects? Yes. I would. I, I, architects I, left me feeling less than Paladins did. Well, there you go. They're both not games that we own anymore. No. We, I, we still don't own uh, Raiders of the North Sea, which Raiders I, I have with... Everything, uh, both the expansions. Yeah, yeah, and I, I myself, even though it's not my favorite game, I enjoy it. I think it's a decent design. Okay, Raiders was not in my top ten the last several years. It's going to be in my top ten this year. Think so? I freaking love Raiders. I know you, f- and I, and, and, and it doesn't make sense because like, love it. It's got. I've got the. Uh, uh, they're over there. The, I got the two expansions. Yeah. I got the Jarls and the Meat Hall. (laughs) Your Jarls? My Jarls hurt. Jarls! (laughs) Get it? Jarls. (laughs) Jarls 2. Jarls 3, the revenge. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I'm sorry. That was not funny. Go ahead. I'm Uh, making terrible jokes. R.I.P. to... Not R.I.P. Who died? Who's the guy that died in Jaws? Jarls. Schneider. The first Jarls. No, he did not die. Oh, I thought you meant the actor who died. You're talking about the boat captain. The boat captain. Can't think of his name. We played Jaws at PGG. Oh we and played we Jaws. Did, did, did not like it. It was not good. Like I, I, I had heard reviews like, oh yeah, it's good. It's really good. It's exciting. No. It wasn't that exciting. No. It's okay. It was not. It. Uh, it was better than Jurassic Park IP game that I played. But yeah, Raiders of the North Sea is one of my favorite games. I know and with the expansions, it provides a lot more variability, and I like it quite a bit. I understand that. Uh, Circadians is by far the number two. Really? Of the Garfield games. Garfield. I mean, it's not even related. Like, it's not even in the same line. This is, this is the Odie of the Garfield games. <laughs> I'm getting my- Oh, yeah. Zonka, zonka. Yeah, baby. That's my catchphrase. Yeah, okay. That's good. It's okay. Nobody so, can. like, is it, the theme is space. It's got dice. The only way that you use dice and raiders is to roll to see if you get enough Jump. hit points. Yeah. These dice are purposeful, and I like purposeful dice. I like the fact that you can, they're very, like, you're not stuck with them. You can manipulate them. You can put them where you want them to go. You can gather more resources. You can send them out as ships to do the actions you want. There's one, The first spot gives you a plus or minus. So if you roll a three, you can make it a two or a four. It's like you're not stuck. Dice are meant to be manipulated. Yes. They should be manipulated. They're gullible. They're things that are meant. Nobody wants to just roll the dice and didn't follow hey, what they hey say. Hey, dice. Why are you doing being a four? Did you know if you're a three, you can go over here and do this. Do that this was a creepy. Three. That was just creepy. Hey, 
No. Uh, no. <laughs> what? Are you all right? Don't do this before. Oh, you're doing your Marlon Brando. You had the worst Marlon Brando. Oh, I drowned. That, 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 look, stop. No, listen, listen. Are you, you have a, you, why do you have a seahorse up on why your phone? Why do you look at me? Like, you just. You have a seahorse on your phone. It says seahorses are monogamous life mates and travel in pairs holding each other's tails. Is that not the sweetest thing you've ever heard? What good do they do, though? What do seahorses do? They provide joy to sea life. Okay. They're life partners, much like me and my wife are. That's very nice. That's very nice. That's very touching. Y'all walk around holding each other's tail? Yes. Very nice. I haven't gotten rid of my tail yet. I think that wildlife as a whole, my favorite sea animal would have to be dolphins. Well, who doesn't like a dolphin? I don't know. But I'm just saying, I enjoy dolphins. There is a garbage swirl in the Pacific Ocean the size of Texas. And how big is Texas? That concerns me. It's pretty large. How big is Texas? Isn't it the third largest states like California, Alaska, Texas, somewhere around there? No, it's not the third largest. It's the first largest. Okay, I knew there were th- those three were the largest. I couldn't remember. I don't know about that, actually. Maybe Alaska. Uh, Alaska Alaska's might be number one. pretty big. They got... I don't know. Alaska. <laughs> See, see what that's how it works. I feed you something and then you throw it right out there. That's how it's supposed to work. When your mother was born, she was already carrying the egg that would become you. I can't do anything with that. Like, like I'm an inception. Tell I'm a baby what's Tell inside a baby. That. I don't know. What is that? How does that make you that feel? That doesn't make me feel anyways. Oh my God. I'm, I'm burning through these. Jousting is the official sport of Maryland. I just came from Maryland. It's nice. You came from Maryland? Yeah. Did you see any jousting along your way? I seen some people driving on the highway that was very much mountain-like jousting. Did they have any lances sticking out the windows uh, on I-1? They had lancers. One? <laughs> it was pretty. A Plymouth Lancer? Plymouth Lancer. <laughs> it was bad. See, okay. This is something I think all people should know. As a truck driver, this is near and dear to my heart. Tell me. Always drive in the right lane. Gotcha. If you're on an interstate, unless you are passing... Unless you are freaking passing, you should be in the right lane. Gotcha. The left lane is for passing only. When you are a semi, don't get in the left lane unless you're passing somebody. If you're passing somebody, don't have it on cruise control. Pass them, get around. Gotcha. The left lane is called the hammer lane. That means you're supposed to get in that left lane and hammer it down, pass them, do your business, get back in the right lane. Hammer time. That is irritates me as a truck driver there's nothing more irritating than needing to get around somebody and somebody's got on cruise control and they're just in the left lane Mm. so literally they're blocking traffic yeah this must be terrible it is highly infuriating as a truck driver Mm. but blocking the left lane you can't you can't relate to that no blocking the left lane is a Good tactic in Flam Rouge. That's Flam Rouge, but however, the Highway Patrol will pull you over and say, Why are you in the left lane? Are you, you passing somebody? Your face has turned Flam Rouge talking about this. <laughs> I did not know you were this passionate about the highways. You, the, the Highway Patrol has started to pull people over and say, Unless you are passing, mm-hmm. if you're just riding along the left lane because it doesn't have as many bumps as the right lane does, you need to be in that right lane. They pull you over to say, this is for passing only. Like, exactly. Yes. I've got a kidney stone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm passing my stones. <sighs> you should not be in the left lane okay. unless you are passing. Got you. Thank you for that PSA. You're welcome. And that's going to do it for me because I am going home.
Uh, we look forward to hearing from y'all. If you will send us your nominations for your game of 2019, we have... Ooh. Should we talk about this? Enrique what? doesn't know about it. Cabin Con 2020. Yes. So, here's what's happening. Due to various travel restrictions... I'm on the no-fly list, plus Gobby's going on vacation about that time. We are not going to be able to attend BGG Spring, which is generally in May of 2020. Uh, We have instead decided to band together, rent a cabin, and have our own con, Cabin Con 2020. What will take place at Cabin Con 2020, you might ask? We are going to play the games that we have often said that we like, and we want to get back to Power Grid. Power Grid. We haven't played since 2016. Archipelago, which has been on our shelf of shame Archipelago for four years. has been on the shelf of shame for four years. I'm repeating everything Jerry says. Ponzi Scheme. Ponzi Scheme. Dinogenics. Dinogenics. Rurik. Rurik. <laughs> I really want to play Rurik. Uh, I want to play Twilight Imperium again. I want to play Underwater Cities again. I want to play... There's just so, so many instead, stuff. Instead of going to a con where we're going to just be barraged yes. with a series of new games. We've created our own con of three. Rusty, <laughs> yes, you're not. You can't buy tickets to this. We're going to go to a cabin and play all the games we haven't played in freaking forever. That we want to replay again. Yes. And thus the rest of Like to me, if I would play, if I if I play Power Grid again, like it might be in my top twenty. You don't know. You don't know. Because I, I don't remember it. It's like four or five years ago. It's 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 a great dice placement game. <laughs> oh, I don't think that's See, correct. Even correct. But either ways, so that's what we're going to be doing in February. We will probably be broadcasting from Cabin Con. Oh, we will definitely record some oh, podcasts. Yeah. yeah. Just so that we can talk to everybody. And as long as the Yeti don't get us, we'll be good. Mm. The cooler? No. The coffee mugs. Oh, oh, you're talking about the, the cryptid. Full of That's another 12. one I want to play. We haven't played cryptid in a while. We haven't played so many. Shogun. Let's, I can just look uh, at my shelf. Oh, I want to play Shogun. Shogun. Uh, West, Scythe. Uh, I play we haven't Scythe played Scythe. Again. We have so many games we haven't played. You know what I'm hankering for? What you hankering for, Jerry? What I'm hankering for? I want to play Mombasa. Bootleggers. We have yet to play, to play. bootleggers. Okay, I'm done. I'm going home. Thank you for us being here. Because we Thank are here. Thank you for us. Yes, we're here. Y'all are <laughs> just you. listening in from the comfort of your own iPods. I'm okay. Gavi. This is Jerry. Bye bye. Thank you for listening to the Board Game Snobs. Stay classy.